0: Office Services presents Voices of Startups. Learn from successful business owners and create your own path to success. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to Voices of Startups. My name is Aman Jaffer. I'm the host and the owner of HQ Office Services and HQ Digital Media. Every episode we interview an array of entrepreneurs and provide them a platform to share what they have learned in their journey. If you would like to be on the show, please do visit us at VoicesOfStartups.com. Enjoy. So first of all, thank you for joining the podcast. Uh, so, Nabil, why don't you just introduce yourself and tell everyone kind of who you are and uh, what is it you do?
1: Sure. Thanks, Iman. Thank you for uh, for having me. Uh, so my name is Nabil. I uh, I'm currently a real estate agent. I do uh, residential sales in Greater Vancouver and around the North Shore and, and downtown. Um, so I've been I've been licensed now for about five years. It's kind of crazy how. The timing uh, works you know I just got I got licensed in July of about 2015 so I was quite young at the time but you know time flies so um, yeah it's been about five years in the business so far.
0: How, uh, how, how old are you?
1: Uh, I'm 25 at the time so I just had my my yeah my mid-quarter century birthday earlier this wow. year. <laughs> I know. Congrats. Thank you.
0: <laughs> and uh, what kind of got you into the whole real estate section?
1: Um, that's a good, good question. Yeah. Real estate, it was always a career that I, that I wanted to be in from a young age. I just, at that time, I didn't really know, um, you know, what, what part of real estate I wanted to be in, whether it was, uh, you know, working with, with rentals or, uh, the property management side of things. So I didn't really have a clear indication of, of where I wanted to be in real estate, but I did know that, um, I wanted to be in the real estate, um, segment, um, and so I think from a young age I always really enjoyed going to open houses with my with my parents and kind of seeing how the process was so exciting exhilarating all the emotions from a young age I I caught on to that so that's kind of why initially as I got older and I I didn't really uh you know know what career I wanted to fall into I just uh I went for real estate. Hmm.
0: Did did you uh move a lot as a kid?
1: Uh I did not actually. Um I think I only moved twice. So once was from, uh, from Africa where I was born, we moved to Canada and then, um, you know, stayed at one house for a few years. And then that's when my parents, we were actually renting when we came and then my parents decided to, to buy their house. And, and that was just that one move and, and that's it. And so I've been at the South ever since.
0: And for someone who's kind of maybe looking to get into uh, real estate or being a realtor, I guess there's, ed- I know there's educational requirements. Um, I think you have to do a test through UBC.
1: Yes, that's correct. So you have to do, um, you do an exam through uh, through UBC. It's pretty straightforward. You know, it took, took me about six, between six to eight months. Uh, you just take a, a course and then you have to write an exam. Um, but now since the time I took it about five years ago, a lot has changed. Because um, the barriers to entry were so, so easy. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you could, anyone, anyone can virtually be a, be a realtor. But um, but nowadays everything's changed. So I think now they actually want you to have uh, a bachelor's degree, um, if I'm not mistaken. And if you have that, uh, and then you just have you know your English uh, grade 12, you need a, a certain a certain percentage, about 70 percent or over, and you can take the exam.
0: Okay, so you still have to you, do you still have to do that original course, or you just have to have some sort of degree, and then you can just do it.
1: Uh, you have to actually have. You have to actually take the course as well, so the degree is now a requirement.
0: Okay, interesting. I wonder what. Do you know why that is?
1: Uh, I think just because they had so many, I guess so many, um, so many agents, so many realtors, so many people who actually wanted to be realtors, um, and the barrier to entry was just so, so slim.
0: Hmm. It, it, I guess. Um. When exactly was the the real estate boom happening?
1: I'd say it happened right after the about you know twenty when the Olympics came here. That was obviously when Vancouver got put on the map globally. Um, and then I'd, I'd say later on, that's where kind of the boom happened.
0: I guess what I'm trying to get at is the real estate boom, the cause for so many people wanting to join in. Absolutely. So people just assumed it's super easy. Everyone's pouring money into real exactly. estate. And you, get, you get rich overnight,
1: you get your real estate license and you're rich yeah. overnight. That was, the, uh, that was the, you know, the, the one liner there that everyone got hooked on. So.
0: And was that, was that in some way, actual fact, like, could you actually just jump in, join, get a listing and sell it?
1: In some ways, yes, but in in most ways I would say, uh, definitely not, um, you know, obviously we'll get into it a bit later, but you have to kind of create your own, you know, your own luck and hard work that will, that will get you those listings.
0: How did you start? Like, what was your first, um, I guess, are they called agencies?
1: Yeah, agency. So brokerages. Um, I started at at REMAX, which I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, everyone knows uh, what REMAX is. Uh, so I started there. And I joined, I joined REMAX because there was uh, an older mentor that I that I joined and, he, you know, he decided to take me under his wing. Uh, so I joined him at that at REMAX. And uh, for me, you know, the first year was a lot of, a lot of learning, to be honest, I didn't, I didn't really, um, a lot of learning of, of the business and how the business works for the first year and just really shadowing um you know my mentor and how he deals with his clients through certain transactions was really majority of my first year in the business.
0: Nice. And um where does that lead you now? Are you still with him?
1: No, now I'm I'm not with him anymore. I actually after 2 years I I had a two year, two years with him and then I joined um a team at uh, a company called Angel husband Associates um so they are a um they're West Vancouver primarily West Vancouver brokerage they specialize in uh, in luxury real estate um, and so i I joined them about uh, two years ago now and um and since then we've had um it's it's been a good ride with them just being kind of a, like a back end guide to a team of three agents and um, and we had a good last two years uh, doing about over a hundred million in sales
0: Wow. so what exactly does a uh, do you mean by back end
1: so back end uh would be you know i was the guy doing all the marketing uh all the marketing work just kind of facilitating uh you know when you get a listing you gotta you, do, you know do all the paperwork and uh just make sure mm-hmm. everything's on point just facilitating the whole process
0: what kind of things do you do for because you're in the luxury market and that means that means what five million plus or above that
1: yeah majority of our of our um for clients would would be basically dealing with let's say between the five and seven million dollar range, and then mostly like ten plus.
0: So, in terms of marketing, what what changes from if you were doing condos and um, you know more affordable houses or regular houses, and um, to the five seven million dollar houses in terms of marketing, what changes for that?
1: For me, that's actually really interesting because that was such a big uh, eye opener when I when I jumped from going to Remax to. Uh, to Angel Hassman and jumping into the luxury market because um, it's just such a change of service. You know, I, I, I do believe that every property at the end of the day deserves the same attention. I've always, I've always believed by that. But I mean, when you, you know, when you have a, t- you know, a 10 or 20 dollars house, now you're throwing parties um, you're doing catered events, you're bringing in, you know, luxury designers. You're really trying to find that clientele to buy that house. So it's a, it, I think it requires um, a much more strategy in the marketing and really pinpointing where your buyers going to come from because you're dealing with a different, just a different segment and price point.
0: And how, how does that work for you in terms of buyers? Do you find a lot of them are local? Are they foreign buyers? Because I know there's that whole thing about the foreign buyers tax and foreign buyers coming up here and driving up all the prices. Um, how, how does foreign buyers play into this?
1: It definitely plays a, uh, it definitely plays a big impact. Um, you know, we've had a lot of obviously buyers that have came over from China uh, in the past few years, so um, so yeah we did have a lot of Chinese buyers that came over. but there is also a lot of movement within the market, um, meaning you know you have a lot of people who sell their house on the west side and then move over to West Vancouver and vice versa, people who sell on, in West Vancouver and then go and buy an expensive house on the west side. So there's a lot of movement inside the market as well.
0: In terms of pay structure, um, how does that work when you're a part of a team?
1: that's a good question uh i'd say every team is different um just kind of based on on what the i guess the leaders decide to structure um in most cases i'd assume you know that agent uh you know in my case I, I did my own deals and i got my own on own share but then at the same time i would help uh the team do their deals uh and i get a little bonus from that too which is uh which is always, always nice. And then you get to also, also learn from that deal.
0: So now, but what exactly excites you the most about being a real estate agent?
1: There's a lot of things. Um, but I'd say I, I stick to one, to one thing that is honestly the foundation of my, of like my, you know, the whole reason why I got into real estate. And I think for me, it's like, um, it's just helping, helping people through, I would say the biggest, find, the biggest decision in your life, you know? So, you know, everyone, everyone can buy things at certain point, certain points in their lives. But when you buy a house, it's definitely like, this is something that you're going to pay the next 30 years for. It's everything. So I think that as a realtor, you know, if when someone decides that you're the guy they choose, or, you know, you're you're the person they choose to, to facilitate this transaction, it definitely means, means a lot. And, and it means that they really put all their trust in you. And so, you know, you just have to be there to, to get, get the job done. And, um and be be a part of the whole process um from the beginning to the very end.
0: And what is the um the worst piece of advice you've ever received?
1: The worst piece of advice. Honestly, I think I think just people who um people who just think I I'd say patience is very important in anything. Um when you know whether you're running your own business, whether you want to lose 10 pounds, I think you have to have patience and I feel like Uh, I get, I get told a lot that, oh, you know, you've been in the business for five years and you're, and you're not a superstar yet. (laughs) So, so, so I, I really think that you, that, you know, no one's a, an overnight success in, um, in, in a year. And, And so patience, when people tell me that, you know, you don't, you don't need patience. I think that that's probably the worst advice that I've gotten.
0: In terms of current projects. Do you have any kind of big ones underway right now?
1: Uh we are working on a few actually kind of in, in the covers. Um I won't touch on all of them, but there's a few. Um there's actually a project that we're working on, which is um it's more of like a like a I'd say like a, a subdivision. So it's kind of a bigger project of a few homes. Do those usually sell to developers? Um yeah, so it's there, there's different ways um at this point this developer has already acquired the land. Um, and then so uh, we weren't a part of that, but now we're going to be a part of helping him kind of coordinate the project and come to market.
0: Is, uh, is real estate investing something that you're in currently or um, something that you might be getting into in the future?
1: At the moment, uh, I'm not currently in the market, but I, I'd really like to get in the market uh, in the near future. It's something that has always um, enticed me.
0: It, with the whole coronavirus thing going on right now, um, I assume the the markets reacting to that just like the stock market.
1: Absolutely, I, I would say that we haven't taken as big of a hit yet um, as a stock market, but I think that um, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna play its part. So I think day by day, as things go on, um, the real estate market is taking definitely a hit. It's not taking a hit, but it's just on pause. Um, everything's just you know in slow mo. Uh, everything's on pause, like literally. People just click the pause button. You know, someone who wanted to buy a few weeks ago has now said, hey, you know what? Um, I can't buy right now or I don't want to buy right now until all this goes away um, and vice versa. Some sellers who um, who wanted to sell all of a sudden, hey, I don't want, I don't know who's coming into my house, uh, who could have the virus. Um, so certain things like that, it's all a fear game, right? So people people just want to put the button on pause and, and wait till all this whole thing plays out.
0: So if there was someone who was um, maybe thinking about getting into the market um, and did manage to secure uh, the financing for it, would now be a good time to move? Or would you suggest to um, exercise some caution and just wait it out?
1: Kind of where we're at right now with the board and and the city is so they've deemed us as as an essential service. Um, So we are allowed to still practice but uh, of course, we have to take, you know, the certain measurements and protocol that they want us to keep in place, which is all the physical distancing. Um, so when it comes to buyer right now, who, who, who wants to buy, I would say that um, definitely judge your situation uh, and see kind of, you know, how, how badly do you need to buy? What are your motives for buying? Um, and if the product is there and, and you know, I think obviously um, a deal, you know, you can always get a good deal uh in, in any in any market. And so if the deal is there and and the timing works and everything works then then yes. But at the same time obviously uh have your agent, you know, do the social distancing measures. You know, you have to be okay with also um also maybe buying the place through a, a virtual showing. Right. So and that and that's hard because I think real estate's also very uh it's a very intimate, sentimental kind of process and, and you wanna be there and see what you're buying. So that's uh, that's the tough part of it. How, how
0: does something like a virtual showing work?
1: Yeah, so basically, um, there's a few ways, actually. I, I mean, I know there's lots of companies that offer a 360, kind of like a Matterport, or uh, they can do a 360 video beforehand of the property, which is more of a marketing strategy from that selling agent. And then they can send that to prospective buyers or uh, the buying agent myself. You know, I could go to property for my buyer and just take, like a video of the place and kind of really just walk walk through it virtually. I can do a FaceTime call with them uh so they can they can see it.
0: Um are you finding people are somewhat comfortable with that or I guess it's kind of what you're saying. Everyone's kind of
1: pausing right now. Uh yeah, I think it all depends on on the on the buyer uh and their motives. Some people uh I'd say some buyers are adapting, but then some are not so comfortable with that, you know, they really want to see the property at the end of the day before actually uh, before actually buying it. Right. So,
0: um, is there anything else that you wanted to, uh, include or talk about some, any, any news going on in your world?
1: I think, uh, I think, you know, at the moment we're still seeing multiple offers on certain properties and in their respective affordable price points. So, you know, cheaper properties like condos and stuff are, are still seeing demand. I had a colleague of mine who sold a property last week, in the $2 million price range, which had over 50 groups and sold for $150,000 over the asking price with this whole virus going on. So, um, you know, that that just gives you an idea of uh, the demand that's still there despite everything going on. Yeah, so that that's a good sign. Um, and at the same time, I, I think that, um, you know, as agents, I think this one's an important one, but as agents... For example, we have to um, we have to kind of still serve the public, meaning like you know we have a client who who sold their house uh, in February and they need to buy a house. So right now they're in limbo. If they don't if they don't buy a house in the next uh, two months.
0: I guess there's no real option for them, right? Because if they were to stay in, they'd be breaking or breaching the contract. Yeah, exactly. All right, and um, yeah, I was like to end with a uh, with a quote. It can either be something original or a quote that you just really like. Um, do you happen to have one that you like to share?
1: Yeah, I have a few quotes that I like. I'd um, say I'd say one quote I have is, um, or I always I was like to go by is like, "Nothing worth having comes easy." Uh, you know, everything good obviously takes um, you know a lot of work and discipline and commitment uh, over years and years and years. Um, so yeah, nothing's easy. Uh, I like that one a lot. Right. Which is a uh, work ethic yeah it's it primarily focuses on on having a good work ethic you know another one I like is uh you know we become what we think about um, is you know just mindset mindsets everything right now there's two ways we can look at this whole situation there's one that hey there's an apocalypse apocalypse and the world's gonna end um and and the other thing which is what we should all think about is that you know when this turns around everything's gonna be so great we're gonna look forward to all the sports and everything's going to turn around. Right. So
0: yeah, there's definitely going to be some, some yeah, opportunity.
1: Sure. Exactly. There'll be lots of opportunity and, and everyone's going to be so happy. And, um, it's just a matter of time. Like we're all going to get through this. So nothing, nothing lasts forever. Right. For sure.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much for your time and uh, for joining us today.
1: No problem. Thanks so much for having me, man.